This episode of Tell Me More with Renee Shagnon is brought to you by Member Insurance. Are you seeking an insurance agent who truly understands the unique risks of your business? Let the 47-year history and industry expertise of Member Insurance go to work for you. Did you know that Member Insurance is member-owned and offers annual dividends? They also provide superior claims service 24-7, and they offer 24-hour roadside assistance. Additionally, Member Insurance provides free risk management and HR consultations. Also, they just announced that Member Insurance is offering a three-year business owner policy with locked-in rates. To learn more, visit memberinsurance.com. Welcome to another episode of Hardware Retailing's podcast, Tell Me More, hosted by myself, Renee Shagnon. Today, we're at the Aubuchon Hardware Home Offices in Westminster, Massachusetts, talking with Josiah Gates, Vice President of the company. Josiah, can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yes, uh, Josiah Gates uh, with Aubuchon Hardware, and uh, I've uh, worked for Aubuchon Hardware for the last 24 years. Uh, it's a very strong family company. Uh, primarily, our stores are in five states in New England. Uh, Obishan Hardware has been around since 1908, uh, so we're 111 years old. Um, as a company, we've made some significant changes over the last two years to remain relevant in the independent channel. Um, two and a half years ago, we <coughs> were very cookie cutter in our stores, and uh, we've changed that approach to become more market specific. And part of that change was uh, eliminating our distribution center and focusing on retail mm-hmm. um, and allowing our, our primary distributors to distribute products to our mm-hmm. stores and uh, open up a wider selection of products available to our stores. So in this building um, where, where we are today, uh, we had roughly 15,000 SKUs. Wow. Um, and then when we opened up, which was primarily all that serviced our stores. Yeah. And when we opened up to additional distribution partners, um, the SKU count went from 15,000 to 80,000. Wow, so you really opened up new opportunities. New opportunities for our stores to become more market specific. Yeah. And our focus uh, over the last two years is been building a foundation to allow our stores to be more market specific in the towns that we serve. Yeah. So speaking of market specific, and I've kind of shared with you this morning before we started a little bit about this road trip we're on right now. Um, So we're visiting different parts of New England, which you guys are based, as you said, in New England. You have stores throughout the area that I'm traveling through and we've driven by them and I'm like, oh, there's another Aubuchon. There's an Aubuchon. So it's kind of cool to see you guys throughout the throughout the areas I'm driving through. Um, but what are some examples of like something that you would find in a Vermont store that you might not find in a Connecticut store or, a, you know, like, could you give us an example of maybe some of the things that would be more market specific? Absolutely. Um, an example would be uh saltwater fishing versus freshwater fishing. Okay, yeah. Okay, um, nothing that was ever stocked here, um, but we have a, we grew a strong relationship with Big Rock Sports, and uh, you know, in certain markets, in hunting and fishing and camping, yeah. um, like in Northern New York or yeah. Northern Vermont, 
uh, versus uh, the Cape Cod, which would be more geared towards saltwater fishing. Yeah. And not so much on the hunting and then definitely side of things. So that's just a small example. But every category that we review, whether it be electrical, whether it be mm-hmm. plumbing, um, we offer different linear foot options okay. based on that store's performance okay. in that category. Yeah. So that way they can expand on categories that they're strong in. Yeah. And and minimize linear footage okay. on categories that they are that they're not making money off of. Exactly. Or that they're not sense. as strong. Exactly. In. And, yeah. And the idea here is to maximize sales per square foot. Definitely. So um, do you want to tell us, I guess, a little bit about your history with the company and kind of how how you got started and then how you got to where you're at today? Yeah, so kind of a unique story. Um, I grew up in Vermont um, in a large uh, family, and uh, every Sunday I grew up on a family farm, and every Sunday we would go to church. Yeah. Uh, um, and the boys would go in one car, uh-huh. and the girls would all go in another. Yeah. And uh, after church, the boys would go to the hardware store to pick up supplies that we needed for our family farm yeah and uh, the girls would go grocery shopping yeah so I got introduced to the hardware to Obishans uh, every Sunday after church I love that and uh, the store manager at the time uh, was a gentleman by the name of Pat Huzzy and he said to me uh, when I was in high school he said would you ever want to come work here because I enjoyed it yeah I enjoyed just going in there shopping and I knew I knew my nuts and bolts so to speak and uh, so I, uh, when I was a senior in high school, I said, yeah, I'd like to take you up on that offer to uh, st- start working at Obishans. Yeah. And uh, at the same time, uh, I was exploring um, my options for college um, yeah. because I wanted uh, to pursue a college education. Yeah. And I was fortunate enough to go to Linden State College, which is um, the next town up. Uh, from St. Johnsbury. Okay. And uh, I was able to complete my college education and work for Obishans. Oh, that's awesome. So, and Obishans was very flexible in my schedule, so I could... Uh, Did you work full-time while you so were in college? I started out part-time, and then uh-huh. I went to full-time, and then yeah. I went to assistant manager. Oh, my gosh, while you're still in school, too. Yeah, so after I, after I graduated college um, in 2000, I was at kind of a crossroads as to what I really wanted to do, yeah. and I really enjoyed working for the company. Um, so I stayed on that that trail, mm-hmm. and uh, I one of our highest volume stores in in uh, in Barrie, Vermont, opened up at, for a managership. Okay. So um, <clears throat> in two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I was actually promoted manager on 911, so I just oh, know that wow. <laughs> date, yeah. um, uh, which was a very significant day in the history of the of the country. Yeah. But uh, I was promoted manager on 911 in Barrie, Vermont, and I managed that store for 10 years. Um, okay. During the last three to four years, um, I was in a mentor program okay. to. Uh, further my career with Obishan. Okay. Um, and Bill Obishan led up the mentoring program. Yeah. It was kind of like a succession planning program yeah. and a mentoring program and focused on weaknesses and and further uh, development mm-hmm. in my career. And uh, in uh, 2000 and 
2012, uh, I made the transition from Vermont to Massachusetts okay. uh, to director of operations. Wow. And then uh, from there, <clears throat> uh, I have made multiple changes as the company has changed uh, to uh, vice president of innovation. So I started some new uh, programs in the company to help yeah. drive additional sales. Mm -hmm. um, we always talk about Amazon proof. Yeah. Um, and certain things um, that we started, like screen repair. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't get your screen fixed on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, we've every store in the company now has uh, screen repair, all 104 stores. Wow. So, and then live plant program okay. uh, has grown significantly. Christmas trees, yeah, Honda power equipment, okay. steel power equipment. Uh, in all of the stores? So, Honda is in about 34, 35 stores. Okay. Uh, steel is in about 30. 35 stores on the gas powered um we just rolled out electric in okay. an additional 30 stores this year mm -hmm. um we're always trying to uh, grow with name brands yeah um honda steel benjamin moore mm -hmm. um and so as a Vice President Innovation, I was really focused on developing and driving new programs yeah. to drive top line in the company and, and help us remain relevant in the industry. Definitely. Um, then I transitioned from the innovation uh, more to when we made the change out of distribution, mm -hmm. we developed a product team to support the stores. Okay. Um, a little different than buying for a distribution center. Yeah. And uh, I've managed the product team, mm -hmm. um, as well as being heavily involved in uh, marketing okay. and working with merchandising and the field teams, yeah. um, just to continuing to uh, evolve and uh, grow with the company. Yeah. So you've you've been doing a lot then the past couple of years, huh? Yeah. Been in, we, uh, we definitely have our foot on the gas. Yeah. Um, as a company, we are a very, we're very strong mm -hmm. and uh, ready to grow. Yeah. We are looking at potentially uh, expanding outside of New England. Okay. Um, and we always joke around when we're having our executive yeah. huddle-ups about uh, getting on an airplane mm -hmm. and flying to a grand opening. Yeah. And it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, we have some strong 10-year goals about acquiring additional brands. Yeah. Um, and the brands could be run as that brand, not necessarily Obershawn hardware. Yeah. Do you mind telling us just kind of like a brief um, kind of overview of the history of the company and like where it started and where it's at today? Because I think that might be interesting for our listeners who might not know much about Obishan. Maybe they're on the other part of the country or... Absolutely. Um, so Obishan is the... Uh, is the oldest mm -hmm. uh, independent-run hardware chain in the company in the country. Wow! Um, and Obishan uh, started uh, from uh, would be two Obishans who grew up in Canada and migrated to Fitchburg, Mass. Okay. And they started with one store. Wow. And one store grew, and they worked through the depressions and everything, and then went transitioned yeah. to second generation, third generation, and uh, now it's in the fourth generation being yeah. led by Will Obishan, our president and CEO. Yeah. So it's truly a family company mm -hmm. um, uh, with support from 
some non-family members, yeah. but yeah. Uh, it's, uh, <clears throat> so Fitchburg, Mass is where it originally started. Okay. And then uh, we've branched out into Vermont, New Hampshire, New York, mm-hmm. uh, a few stores in Connecticut, okay. uh, Massachusetts. Um, Do you have any in Maine? Maine. Okay. In I thought Maine, I saw yeah. some when we were driving through Maine. I was like, there's Aubuchon. Yeah. So, so we have them in Maine as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, we continue to look for opportunities uh, to continue to grow yeah. and support the independent channel. Yeah. Um, do you know about how many stores you have total right now? We have 104 stores total right now. Okay. Uh, we just uh, made the decision last week we're going to open a new store in Monroe, Connecticut. Oh, exciting. Um, and uh, we have some potential op- acquisition opportunities that we're working on as well right okay. now. Do you have a team that kind of focuses on that aspect of the business too to kind of figure out where would be a good, you know, maybe potential fit or acquisition or things like that? We have a team, um, and we also use a, uh, for new stores, we have a Buxton, we have a tool that we use to Mm -hmm. help uh, understands our customer demographics. Yeah. And it helps determine if the potential sales volume would be a fit for our company. Okay. Uh, it's called Buxton Analytics. Okay. And we use that. Um, <clears throat> as far as a team, a dedicated team on acquisitions and new yeah. stores, it, <clears throat> not at this time, but we're yeah. working towards that. Oh, cool. Um, right now it's kind of handled by various people in various departments. Yeah. But we, yeah. we meet every Friday. We have a meeting that we call the Ascent Meeting. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, it's like the growth meeting. Yeah. And uh, where are we at? We touch base mm-hmm. um, and continue to drive forward. Yeah. So I'm curious, how many do you, do you have kind of an, a rough idea of how many employees all of your stores have, like, do you guys have a rough number of how many Abishan employees there are in this part of the country? I think that would be cool to just yeah, kind of... Yeah, we, uh, I would say yeah, it's around 1,400 employees right now. That's amazing. Um, so Abishan uh, really takes a lot of pride in our employees and, mm-hmm. and making sure that uh, we take care of our employees yeah. and, uh, and the communities in which we serve. So yeah. we have uh, two funds um, that are set up. Uh, one for employees and one for the uh, communities in which we okay. serve. So uh-huh. we have the Obishan Foundation, okay. which is built uh, for the communities in which we serve. Yeah. And then we have, uh, which is primarily funded from our annual golf tournament, mm-hmm. the Obishan Foundation. And then the Moran Fund is set up for our employees. Yeah. Uh, that if they fall on a hard time, uh, they just submit a Moran Fund application, anonymous, completely anonymous, yeah. and uh, it's set up to help our employees in need when they fall on a hard time. And uh, we've helped probably in the last three years over 60 employees wow. uh, through hard times, and uh, it's very amazing. gratifying, um, especially when you when they acknowledge it. Yeah, and you see them out in the field, and yeah, you know, it brings tears to their eyes. And yeah, it's, it's a great, it's a great, great feeling. Before we continue with the podcast, did you know that if you're an independent home improvement retailer, you are already a member of the North American Retail Hardware Association? The NRHA has been in existence since 1900 and serves its members in a variety of ways, from Hardware Retailing Magazine and our two podcast series to exclusive research and events, the association is here to help you become a better, more profitable business owner. To learn about what NRHA is doing for you, visit nrha.org.
What is it like to know that, you know, you work for a company that does employ so many people in the area and to just see the opportunities that are given and even yourself, like you went through a mentorship through the company and got to, um, got to learn about things you might not have experienced if you hadn't been a kid going into the hardware store. Like, it's kind of like, I just think that's such a unique thing. And it seems like anyone can, if they work hard and if they, you know, find something that they're good at in within the company, they can, they can really grow with it. Absolutely. We, uh, we strongly encourage promoting from within. Yeah. Um, and we want to support our employees with their educational opportunities to grow within the company. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do it day in and day out. Yeah. You know, just for example, the Foundations of Leadership Program, which yeah. Obishan was very instrumental in getting lifted off the ground within RHA. Yeah. Um, but we've put 28 students through the Foundations of Leadership Program. That's amazing. And now all the mentors um, yeah. are past graduates of the Foundations yeah. of Leadership Program. So it keeps working its yeah. way down. Uh, we have... We have uh, two company executives that have gone through the Foundations of Leadership Program, uh, 12 regional team managers, so all three of our field teams, 13 store managers, and one assistant manager. That's amazing. And out of that group, uh, we have one assistant manager that's been promoted to a store manager, one store manager that's been promoted to a regional team, and two regional team managers that have been promoted to the home office yeah. HQ. So we think of the foundations of leadership as like a stepping stone. Yeah. Um, and it's supported by NRHA. Yeah. And uh, it's been a great uh, a great tool for us to use as a company. Yeah. Um, it's also a stepping stone to the retail certificate management program. Yeah. Um, which uh, I'm heavily involved in. Um, the retail certificate management program was was started primarily by Marcus Moran with a vision saying we need yeah. to support the independent retailers yeah. with stronger management and business understanding. Yeah. And uh, initially it was uh, going to start in uh, our backyard here. Yeah. And it was an idea with Bill Lee, the former CEO yeah. and president of NRHA. Yeah. Uh, and... Um, then it ended up uh, being in conjunction with Butler University yeah. and then transitioned to Ball State, Ball State mm-hmm. and it continues to transition. But through all those transitions, I've uh, worked with Scott Wright yeah. heavily, um, yeah. even on the first class. I was part of the first class in 2013. And after what was ever- that experience like for you? Yeah, so it was uh, – it was – you guys were the newbies. You yes. were the first, the first crew to go through. So Marcus said, Josiah, I want you to go through it. I know you could probably teach the class, but I want you to go through it, and uh, I want you to offer insight to Scott on mm-hmm. uh, ways in which we could improve the course and yeah. uh, how could we become more involved in the course. So I uh, I took the course, I took it very seriously, and of course I learned things along the way, um, but there's so many great things that come out of the course. Mm-hmm. Um, not only the educational opportunities, but the relationships that are built yeah. with other 
students. Students and independents all across the United States and Canada. Yeah. Um, and those relationships remain intact. Yeah. And you can use those relationships to share ideas and mm-hmm. to grow your business. Yeah. When you think about the independent retail channel, um, it's small yeah. in comparison to a Home Depot or a Lowe's. Mm-hmm. And in order to grow and remain relevant, we all have to work together. Exactly. And the Retail Certificate Management Program is a way to grow mentally through education, but it's also a way to grow socially through relationships that are developed uh, with your peer students. And that was one, one key takeaway from when I first started out in the program in 2013. So after each uh, visit, I would sit with Scott and we'd discuss yeah. the classes and what could we do to improve them. And uh, we've been making, we've made many changes along the way um, to improve the Retail Certificate Management Program. And I think every student that's uh, taken the course, including the 10 that we've put through the yeah. program, uh, have really benefited from the relationships and the educational yeah. opportunities. Um, in, in, in the second half of 2013, Scott asked me if I'd be willing to be an instructor at the course, and I <clears throat> said sure. And mm-hmm. at first, you know, you always get a little nervous and whatnot, but I truly love the opportunity to go two times a year and uh, – instruct the retail certificate management students. Yeah. Uh, It's kind of my way of giving back to the industry um, and helping and trying to provide real-life examples to better them and better their stores. Yeah. Um, Not everybody gets those opportunities, and I just – I thrive on it. I always – want to make my presentation that much better yeah. so I get that much more out of it and go into everything from strategic planning to budgeting to um, real life financial understandings and yeah. the students really enjoy uh, the the class that I put on. And Do you hear a lot back from people after like even after the after you've come and spoken and they'll reach out and say, Hey, I'd love to ask you some more questions absolutely. or kind of open the dialogue even yeah, more. Absolutely. And I always um, offer to any of the students, if you ever have a question, feel free to reach out to me. And, yeah. And I do get a lot of students, and sometimes it's immediate, sometimes it's a year later. Yeah. But I just had one a month ago, you know, asking about screen repair. Yeah. So it's just a way of giving back to the students, and there's certain things that can help elevate their business yeah. even more. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we're not competing with one another we're in different states we're in different geography Mm -hmm. and let's all support each other yeah that's what I think is so cool about NRHA and I've said it once and I'll say it again I think that what the association is able to do is because we're I mean we're similar I think to independence in the way that we don't have one affiliation that we work with we work with anyone that's independently owned and operated and we want to see everyone succeed and i think that you know the best way to do that is to all come together and and network and kind of take a second to look away from the barriers that are there and look at all the things that unite the industry and there's a lot of 
a lot of great things and um, everyone has something unique and different. I mean, I've probably been to over a hundred stores. I'm sure you've been to a ton of stores across the country and in your travels. Um, I mean, speaking on that, have you, are there any stores that you've been to that, you know, not necessarily Aubuchon, but just across the country that you visited that made an impression on you? Yeah. So in my current role, I don't get the opportunity to visit a lot of stores for ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, and I would love to yeah. uh, spend more time visiting stores. Yeah. Um, but anytime you go into a competitor, it's yeah. not even a competitor. When anytime you go into an independent retailer, yeah, uh, hardware store, you always come away with a couple ideas. Yeah. And and it could be something very very simple. Yeah. Um, that can help drive your business forward. Yeah. I even would say the same thing, not necessarily just in the hardware industry. I'll go into like a, a bookstore or something different and be like, oh, that's creative. I like how they merchandise that. Or, you know, I see things in a way I probably wouldn't have before I started with NRHA five years ago. So it's a little funny. Yeah, and another thing, you know, anytime I travel somewhere, if I get the opportunity to go into a hardware store, I will. Yeah. Or a home center or yeah. whatever it may be, a lumberyard, whatever. And you always understand more uh, about market specific because yeah. independent retailers do a fantastic job most yeah. do a fantastic job of providing market specific assortments yeah uh, to their to their customer and to remain relevant um, and <clears throat> as you go to different geographies you see yeah all of those different things yeah yeah um, we talked about the foundations of leadership. I just want to reiterate to people in case they don't know about it, that it's an online course that people can take. And I think it is really strong that it's, um, you know, available online. So anyone can put a, put a manager or someone else through it. Um, do you want to speak a little bit about how the program is structured and that it's a 16 week online course or anything like that? Um, in, in our company, it's, it's primarily driven by uh, Bill Obishon. Uh, Mike Gregory, our vice president of HR, yeah, and uh, and it is a 16-week course and uh, with deliverables, yeah, and throughout the <clears throat> throughout the project, throughout the course, and with the mentors, and yeah. and it's we're using it to help grow and develop. The nice thing is, uh, economically, it's very affordable, yeah. um, to support and to grow. NRHA offers. Uh, Many, whether it be the retail certificate management program, whether it be uh, online training, online training, uh, the retail certificate management program, uh, the new uh, foundations of leadership, foundations of leadership. There's just the roundtables. Yeah, Uh, there's so many opportunities within RHA to if you're not currently involved within RHA. I strongly. Uh, encourage uh, yeah. uh, retailers, big or small, independent retailers, big or small, to become involved. Uh, there's some great opportunities to strengthen your business, mm-hmm. to network with others, yeah. to understand the independent channel even greater than 
what you may today. Yeah. Um, do you have any thoughts on, you know, one of the things that we've been known for for many years also is our, our magazine. Do you, do you find yourself reading it when it comes in, or what are your thoughts on, on Hardware Retailing Magazine at all? I love the magazine. Yeah. I get it every month. Uh, there's always some ideas that come out of the magazine as yeah. well. You yeah. know, it, it has great vendor support, mm-hmm. um, and then it also has, you know, great insight into the future, and then it it highlights uh, different independents. Yeah. It highlights different distributors. Um, you guys do a fantastic job yeah. uh, publishing, e- editing and publishing that on a monthly cadence to yeah. really educate uh, yeah. your audience. And I, you know, I it's funny because I started back in 2014 with NRHA and I was a editor on the team, so... Um, in the last six months, I've kind of transitioned away from hardware retailing, but I always have a soft spot for it because I think there's a lot of great content in there, and um, there's a lot of different retailers we try and feature. So um, let's see. So how, tell me a little bit about, was was going through RMCP your first time really getting a taste of NRHA when you were with the company, or had you had any experience with us in the past? And, and since then, like... Um, what do you say to people who are still like, I don't know if I really want to get involved with, with the organization or with the association? Yeah, so I had obviously known about NRHA. Yeah. Um, Obershawn Hardware is heavily involved with NRHA. Our CEO president is yeah. on the board. Um, mm-hmm. Will is on the board. Yeah. Um, and I knew about NRHA, but this was my first opportunity to become involved with NRHA. Yeah. Um, the more that you put into something the yeah. more you get out of it yes and the more that you absorb from something the yeah. more you get out of it um going in in 2013 i didn't know the people very well yeah i've learned the people yeah i've learned the value of the people yeah and what the people can give to individuals mm-hmm. as well as the independent retailer yeah yeah it's been a great relationship yeah, I, I mean, we agree too, and we were like, we can't come out to the New England area and not see Avishan and go visit and talk with you guys. So I'm excited to be here today, and um, I guess one of, let's see, one of my other questions I had here. Um, so I know the company is really uh, always, or at least in the past several years, been very tech focused could you talk a little bit about some of the things with with technology and um even your website isn't it like you could tell a little bit about the backstory of the website because i think that's kind of unique too yeah so and i wish will was here on the technology side because just an overview yeah yeah, will will really drives the technology uh, portion of the company and uh and it's all based around customer convenience yeah um so we have a our website is hardwarestore.com i love that which is kind of cool <laughs> yeah. um and the omni-channel shopping experience is really uh an area that we focused our attention over the last three years in building yeah. that and if you go on to hardwarestore.com today and you uh, pick a store. Mm-hmm. You can see real-time inventory. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then you can buy online and pick it up in store. That's awesome. Um, the next step that we're working on and getting ready to launch is buy online, ship to store. 
And then uh, the third phase, and we're always thinking about store of the future, yeah. is uh, buy online and deliver to home. Yeah. So uh, it's a three-step pro- uh, evolution. Yeah. But our website, um, as print kind of fades away a little bit, we're yeah. really focused on our loyalty customers, which 75% of our transactions are based on our loyalty wow, customers. Wow, that's huge. So... Um, and the website is primarily geared towards our loyalty customers. Yeah. Um, we're also always, with increased wages, mm-hmm. uh, we're always looking at technology to help our stores be more efficient. Yeah. Um, and we have developed uh, our IT department, uh, working with uh, Tyndale and others, uh, yeah. an app called the TCB app. Okay. And the TCB app is, we call it taking care of business. Oh, that's funny. Just like Dan's podcast. Yeah, so, He's got some competition now. <laughs> so so our uh, TCB app, um, and I actually, I even have it on my phone, but you can be in a yeah. store you, and uh, we'll be visiting a store later. Awesome. I'll show you how. So the, is it already up and running? Yeah, we use it. Uh, the stores have access to it. That's so cool. And you can scan an item. It tells you sales history. It tells you where it's sequenced in the store. Yeah. It tells you everything that you need to know wow. about that. And we're building out the TCB app to do more. Like, okay. Uh, to, if you want to add an item, if you want to many things that you'll be able to do with yeah. the TCB app. So yeah. uh, we want to make it so easy for an employee to work in our store. Yeah. Like, okay, here's your app. Yeah. And here's the uh, POS system. Yeah. This, these are the two things that you need. To do your job. To do your job. Yeah. And that is the end goal. So yeah. we are working towards that. Yeah. Um, and... That with the Omni Channel and the HardwareStore.com shopping experience, yeah. all our stores. We used to be very cookie cutter, mm-hmm. um, like you're going to have this four foot planogram and this is what you're going to yeah. have and that set. Every store is now sequenced Unique. on their own. Yeah. So no store has the same. Do the managers do that? Do the managers say, this is what I think we need, or do they kind of work? Because I know you were saying, the is it the products team that kind of yeah, determines so we different have, areas? We have, four, we have like, we break it out into three segments. Yeah. Store responsibility. Okay. Field team responsibility. Okay. And HQ responsibility. Okay. But as a company, we've kind of transitioned from all top down mm-hmm. to a balance of bottom up top down yeah and because yeah. who's going to know the market better than the store exactly and our goal is there are very there are many many strong independent retailers out there yeah standalone independent retailers our goal is to do what strong independent retailers do but at scale mm-hmm that's awesome. So the app, is it going to be something that you're continuing? You said you're continuing to work on it and develop it. Do all the stores have access to it yet? Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Wait, when was it rolled out then? Uh, within the last year. Okay. So yeah. what's the feedback been from you know store employees or managers and things that yeah, you've gotten? Yeah, they, they love it. And we're, we're always um, strongly focused on providing... You know, whether it be iPads, Chromebooks, whatever the stores need to do their job better. Every store has an iPad. Every store has multiple Chromebooks. Yeah. uh, Just to 
help them do their job more yeah. efficiently. Uh, as everyone knows, minimum wages are on the rise. Yeah. And we we even started putting robotic vacuums in some of our Really? Yeah. All of them? So, oh, no, like the no. Roombas? Yeah, the Roombas. Oh my gosh, so I love have, that. We have some stores with robotic vacuums now. Yeah. We'll, <clears throat> you know, in the future, we're even looking at self-checkout. Um, yeah. Um, not to try and minimize employees, but just to make more employees more yeah, efficient. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we're always looking at ways in which we can do things more efficient yeah. and have more customer focus. So, you know, one of the things I hear from people a lot, um, and I actually was talking to a retailer earlier this week that was mentioning in, you know, Connecticut with minimum wage going up and things like that as well. That was a concern for him. But he was also saying how, you know, it's even just hard finding good quality employees. What are what are your thoughts on finding good quality employees and how do you guys do that? That know? is that is definitely a, a, a challenge. A challenge. Um, that's why we strongly try to promote from within. But yeah. We'll also look at uh, competitors. and I mean, I just noticed an article where a large... Uh, Big box? Uh, big box was laying off many mm-hmm. employees. When you see a large big box that's laying off many employees, yeah, that's an opportunity. Yeah, and you know we have and on our field teams we have an HR training manager, mm-hmm. and some of the opportunities we ask them to go and seek. Yeah, potential candidates uh, for managership or yeah, you know, and we have what we call an MIT program. Okay, a manager and training program. Okay. We are famous for acronyms. Yeah, uh, I but, love it. But so manager and training program, and one of the past uh, students in the retail certificate management program, he built that as wow. his project. That's awesome. So there's another case another tie-in, yeah. Where, uh, so we use that manager and training program. Um, we have key developing stores okay. for those managers, yeah, to help uh, build up, build and, and, and strengthen our, our okay. teams. And, yeah, but. Retail, you know, it's a seven-day a week. Your stores are open yeah. six or seven days a yeah. week and long hours. Uh, yeah. You know, retail is hard. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's face that. But um, at the end of the day, if you enjoy helping people. Yeah. Yeah. And helping people solve problems. Yeah. Uh, it's a great industry to be in. For sure. What are your thoughts on, I guess, the industry as a whole right now? And where do you see it? Where do you see it in like 10 years or the next five to 10 years? Well, succession planning is very, very important Yeah. Um, in the independent sector. Um, as for Obishan Hardware, we see it as a great opportunity to grow Yeah. Uh, to support the independent channel. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we just opened one new store. We're getting ready to open another new store. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking at acquisition opportunities for potentially uh, businesses that don't have succession plans yeah. uh, to to remain strong. Yeah. Um, so I see that uh, I see market consolidation potentially, mm-hmm. um, but I don't see store count diminishing. Yeah, and I think everyone, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone needs. A hardware store. Uh, your neighborhood convenient hardware store. Yeah. And our whole omni-channel, our, t- uh, our omni-channel shopping experience is based all around convenience. Yeah. Customers love convenience. Yeah. They love to be able to go on. I mean, and, and let's just say we just had a heat wave a couple weeks ago. They love to be able yeah. to go on their phone, 
oh, do they have any air conditioners in mm-hmm. this store? Boom, I want one right now. Yeah. And that is convenience. So we're always trying to build things around convenience for the customer yeah. and operational efficiency for our store employees. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I um, I agree with you. It seems like, you know, some stores might be going away, but at the same time, I think there's more retailers that are open to the opportunity of, you know, expanding from one to two to a few, you know. And so I think that might be something that might take place in the next several years as well as kind of some of those transitions are going right, on. Right. Um, when I say market consolidation, when I, I don't mean store count diminishing. I mean key people helping support yeah yeah key key businesses helping support growth in the industry okay okay um let's see are there any that so we talked about the technology um what do you enjoy most about being in this industry i know you said helping people um is there anything that we didn't touch on that well you know uh, succeeding yeah um as a company of this size and being an executive of this company with 1,400 employees, whether it's 1,400 employees, 14 employees, 140 employees, you're always, you want to support those employees. Yeah. And part of my responsibility... Sorry, I was just making sure he took a picture already. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> part of my responsibility is ensuring top-line sales. Yeah. And... With all the different uh, shopping opportunities for people today, whether it be Amazon, whether it be Chewy.com, mm-hmm. we always have to be thinking about reinventing ourselves a little bit. Yeah. And we call it the store of the future. Yeah. And even in our capital planning, we're talking about store of the future. Yeah. What, what services, what things can we do to remain relevant and strong? Yeah. So uh, part of my thing that... I find very gratifying is being able to grow the top line. Yeah. Even in a world where customers have so many ways to buy. Yeah. I mean, Amazon and Amazon is very easy to buy something today. Mm -hmm. I'm sure most people that are listening to this right now can say that. Yeah. But there is something about needing the need for a hometown hardware store a convenient hometown hardware store and that is where we're really focusing on our our attention is on convenience yeah and what and through the omni experience through store services yeah and uh, name brand recognition yeah Um, and that will continue to be our focus um, as we move in to the future yeah Um, and just simple things like uh, shopping carts and shopping experiences and yeah um, you know we're gonna go to a couple stores here in a little bit yeah and, uh, we'll show you some of those things and yeah uh, it's it's encouraging and as we continue to develop and, and grow into the future I love it thank you so much yeah it's been great getting to come out here and I'm excited to take a tour and see a little I probably, before we leave, want to take pictures of some of the cool stuff hanging on the walls. And then um, we're going to go check out some Avishan stores. So um, if you're interested in seeing what the stores look like, make sure to go to NRHA's social media on Instagram and Facebook. um, Or we're going to have a story in the November issue of the magazine. So make sure to check that out as well. Um, Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye.
Today's episode is brought to you by Sacrate. Are you looking to add quality concrete, mortar, and stucco mixes, as well as repair and specialty items to your product lineup? Sacrate provides the tools you need to run a better business, whether that's through exceptional customer support, sales and marketing tools, varied product assortments, or just finding reliable products. Sacrete offers knowledgeable retail experts that understand the needs of your store. To learn more, visit www.sacrete.com slash hardware retailing.